Welcome to Leadership Legacy Radio, where, where you inspire you to live your dreams, and encourage you to take massive action, and be your authentic and genuine self. We, we focus on three pillars. That's empowering youth, equipping leaders, and enriching marriages so that you can go out and dominate your space. If you're ready to dominate, you're listening to the right show. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio. All right. Hello, cool, cool. All right, so let us know where you're from. Drop your favorite emoji. Yes. Today yes. is the 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 celebration emoji is the 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 one with the either the the star eyes or the you know, let us know. Yes. Let us know. Again, tell Christian happy birthday, guys. Today's <laughs> my favorite guy in the whole world birthday. And uh he is 22. 22 <laughs> and and fighting. How you guys doing tonight? So tonight is marriage night. Yes. Tonight we're talking subject. about marriage, marriage, marriage. And so, um, so what do you want to talk about tonight? We are going to be talking, like Christian said, about marriage and mainly the subject of environment. So mm. with that being said, I had a question for everybody that's watching. I want to know. What is the difference between a successful person and an unsuccessful person? What 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 separates people that are successful and people that are unsuccessful? What is what does that look like? What are those particulars that separates the successful and the unsuccessful? Everybody <laughs> saying happy birthday, Chris. Yay. <laughs> awesome. So what what is a successful what defines a successful person from, a, unsuccessful? from an unsuccessful person okay. right and i so let us know let put us it in know. the comments yeah, what, what you think and that I, is you know i think you know we'll get we'll give it just just a minute yeah. because i know sometimes I, when i'm watching live, it'll delay a little it'll bit, right? delay yeah. a little bit yep so okay. we'll give it just a minute to hear that but i like to relate a successful person mm-hmm. a successful life a successful career all of those things just in one, you know what I mean? Yeah. A successful relationship, a successful marriage. Um, mm. ooh, what like do we mean question. by successful? What do you mean by success? And, and I, that's what we wanted to know. That's what exactly. We, yeah, exactly. So that's a great question. It's not, um, oftentimes, you know, people feel like success means that you're making a lot of money that, you know, but success just like beauty is an eye of the beholder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you define your, you define success for yourself um yes okay so yep. you said what that is exactly what we person. said yeah what defines a successful person so yes. and and really you know what we're what we're trying to do is 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 it's almost like basic training um if you've been in the military what happens is you go to basic training and the concept is we are all individuals and what they do is they break that mindset and then they build it back up into a moldable, actionable, productive member of the United States military, whatever branch that is. And so what they do is they break down the individual and they, they understand that you become better of a, a better part of a whole. You become a functioning part of the body. Right. And so how do you, you know, define that success? Right. Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about is is is. As a, as a successful person is defined in the outside that is how you define success in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so the the key is 
and, and yeah, the key to, to what that is and what we meant by asking that question is the difference between and, and not even thinking about success. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's success is defined by you. We define the success by walking in your purpose, whatever your purpose is. If you fulfill that purpose in life, then you are successful. So if my purpose is to um, enrich marriages, empower youth and equip leaders, and I'm doing that, I feel like I'm successful. I can make all the money in the world and I don't do what I was created and purpose to do then I still wouldn't be successful, even if Absolutely. I made all, all the money in the world. So success is, you know, defined by you fulfilling your purpose in life, whatever that may be. Success, mm-hmm. a successful person is different from somebody that's unsuccessful by the decisions and the choices and what they do every single day. So the mm-hmm. difference between a successful person and an unsuccessful person is what they do on a daily basis. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, people will, regardless if you take action or not, people are going to always have something to say. So in your relationship, if you're trying to get better and you're doing daily steps, you're taking actions every day, you are creating that success. You are defining that every day. Mm -hmm. You are creating the environment. You're creating the change. You're creating the relationship that you want. However, people tend to settle. We talk about that a lot. You know, what I did to get Sharita is not going to keep her. And let me explain. I can't rely on the one time I opened the door for her to get in the car and say, well, I opened the door for you one time. I cannot rely on the one time I took her to dinner and say, I paid for dinner one time. You good, right? Right. And that's what... Yeah, that's what, you know, kind of gets us tripped up. So success, you know, being a successful person, an unsuccessful person, the difference being what they do every day is the same thing in your relationship. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, today we're going to be talking about the environment that you want in your relationship, creating that environment. So the difference between a successful relationship and an unsuccessful relationship is also what you do on a daily basis. So that successful Mm -hmm. relationship... And that unsuccessful relationship, the difference is the same thing. It's just what they do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And we want to talk about some things that you can and should do on a daily basis. And, and again, just like everything me and Christian learn and read and talk about, we look at it and we apply it hey, to um, we apply it to our lives. But some of it we may use, some of it we may feel like, hey, it's not for us. But oftentimes we feel like we can do something one time mm-hmm. and if it doesn't work, we're ready to give up. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like if your spouse mm-hmm. tries to give you, you know, your spouse knows that, okay, I should be complimenting my wife. I should be supporting my husband. I should be doing certain things for my husband. And I turn around and I do it one time and Christian doesn't give me the response or the reaction I'm done. that I felt like oh, I'm not doing it. No I'm done. I tried. <laughs> I tried one time. You know what I mean? I tried that one time. And, and, you remember seven months ago when yeah. I... And and, and and in all transparency, that was me. You know, I, I would, you know, think that I could, you know, you know, I, I've, I've become more mindful of it. But I felt like, OK, well, I told you you were beautiful yesterday. Well, what did I do today? You know, I made sure that I helped with the dishes yesterday. But what did I do today? Mm-hmm. You know, I cannot rely on things of the past. You know, my mentor once said. 
Yesterday ended last night. You know, the things that, that got you to the win last night are not going to get you the win today. So if you if you tie it to anything, you have to be consistent. And one of the things that I love is that if if you constantly build the right environment, it's going to become a amazing environment because consistency compounds. The more you do it, the better you get at it, the more you enforce it, right? So we're going to talk about a few of those things. And one of the things that I kind of wanted to make sure that we were kind of like tracking is like this week, our big focus is vision, right? And and essentially, you know, your vision for your relationship has a lot to do with the environment that you create. Your vision for your marriage is critical because if we decide what we want in our relationship and we know the direction that we want to go, we're able to see when we're off track. So creating the right environment, creating the, 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 the right state, the right design that we want is going to be directly attributed to what we do on a consistent daily basis. Absolutely. And, you know, um, unfortunately for, for us, for all of us, um, our society, our generation, our television, social media has actually, given us a, a skewed view of what a relationship is supposed to be like. Oh, I want a Beyonce and Jay-Z, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Carter type relationship. <laughs> I want, you know what I mean? I, I, I want to have a relationship like, you know, this or that person. But what we see on social media, what we see on TV it's not always what happens behind closed doors. So we have to be real with ourselves and we have to learn for ourselves what it's going to take to create a successful relationship, a successful marriage. The marriage that you want, you have to design a marriage by design, the marriage that you want, because it's not going to look like what we see on TV all the time. It's not going to just happen. If you want it, hey, time. you have to create it. You have to make it. And oftentimes, just like everything else, we know what we don't want. Mm. And so mm. often when we focus on what we don't want, just subconsciously, we end up doing that thing mm. that we don't want. Like everything, like Christian and I knew what we did not want our marriage to look like. We knew that for a fact, but what we <laughs> failed to do was have a vision and create that vision mm -hmm. that we wanted for our relationship, what we wanted our relationship to look like. We focused on all the things that we don't want in life, in your relationship, in your health and you know everything else. And then it's just something that kind of always like steers us in that direction subconsciously, mm -hmm. like going towards those things that we don't want. So we want to encourage you. We want to talk about things that we should be looking at visions and, 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 and goals that we should Absolutely. be having in different areas of our relationship so that we can in turn focus on the positive things and move in that direction versus in that opposite negative direction. Right? Absolutely. And you know, you want to go from, um, from, creating goals to achieving goals. You want to like know without a shadow of a doubt, how can you achieve that goal? And it comes from a burning desire. So what Sharita was talking about is, is it, it, it relates to, um, you know, uh, Tony Robbins says it like this, where you're 
And where where your energy goes, your focus goes, right? Focus goes. Your energy flows. Yes, yeah. Where your focus goes, your energy flows. So, for example, I I remember um, as a kid, I would always be told like what not to do, right? And I remember one time I was told, funny story. One time I was told not to go in the kitchen, right? I was told not to go in the kitchen because my mom was making a cake. And it was like yesterday. I was watching Big Top Pee Wee on the couch, sitting there, eating some chicken. As I'm eating this chicken, I'm watching Big Top Pee Wee. Now, I love, love, love homemade cake. And so my mom was making cake and she told me not to go in the kitchen. So if you think about it, she already told me not to go in the kitchen. So my first thought was, why, why shouldn't I not go in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. I want to go in the kitchen. And what ended up happening is, she, that what she was trying to do is prevent me from messing up the cake. Back in the day, the stoves were designed that they didn't have lights and they didn't have like all these things like a glass. You had to literally open the stove to check on the cake. However, if you did it too early the cake would sink. And so me being fast, <laughs> I, she told me like four or five times and I was just hard headed. I mean, like, man, I went in the kitchen and I, I just had to like, look at this cake. Come back. I get in so much trouble because I messed up this cake. And what did I do? The one thing that I was told not to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what we often do in our relationships, on the job, in our daily life. You got to be careful. So what you want to do is you want to give yourself things to focus on. You want to give yourself targets. You want to give yourself, you know, daily tasks to get you to that bigger vision, that bigger goal to create in the environment that you desire. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for us, we Sharita does a good job of, you know, organizing our calendar. So she's like, um, every 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 uh, every day, what we're gonna do is we're gonna spend time as a family here. We're gonna spend time individually together here. We're gonna work on things separately here. Um, you know, at times we pray together. There's at times we pray individually. There's things that we do, and then she'll also go ahead and say we have three children, so every single one of them needs to have individual time with each of us. Um, you know, hey, what about workouts and doing these things so that we are not only being good stewards of what we've been given, but allocating the appropriate amount of time for the things that we desire to create the environment that we want. Because what we don't want is to be be physically present but not mentally here. Like I cannot come home and say that I'm a good father if I'm not physically present. I need to be present. I can't be here physically, but mentally not here or disconnected. And so you have to create that by, you know, being intentional. So what's on the calendar? What are the things that we need to get done to get there? Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about a few quick things. To kind of like help you guys kind of help you guys understand what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. So the first one is is creating an environment that's affirming and reassuring. Right. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? You know, sometimes we do things and, um, you know, for me, I, my one of my love languages, words of affirmation. So 
I like to know when I do a good job. That helps me know that I'm on the right track. So being able to do that, like, I, I, hey, I really appreciate when you do these things. You know, um, it, it's very helpful. Oh, wow, that's cool. Hey, you know, um, it was so awesome that you helped me, you know, fold the laundry yesterday. Oh, cool. You know, I, because sometimes we may do things and we may just take it at, take it for granted as how it helps the other spouse. Sometimes it's important that we share that with each other because of how much of a difference it makes. I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at Tori's comment. Tori says, what about if you have 20 kids, LOL? <laughs> you know, once you pass a certain amount, like, it don't matter. Like, they can add, you know, 10 more, you know. After you got three, I feel like it's just like, okay, I can have five. I can have yep. seven. You know, it don't matter. But I know it, it, it's definitely a struggle. Yep. You know, I may, Chris is saying it so easily, but a lot of things that he does, he makes look easy. You know what I mean? Like, he will do certain things. Like, he's <laughs> he coaches basketball. He's always coached basketball you know, coach our kids in basketball. And I, um, I tried coaching basketball one year because Chris was coaching. (laughs) (laughs) This is so funny. Chris was coaching Deontay and I decided that, okay, you know, I'll coach Jalen's team because they're so used to their dad being their coach. So I'm like, okay, one of their parents, Chris will come, Chris can come to the practice, you know, after, after Deontay's practice or after he get off work. So I tried coaching it. And you know, cause I'm always I'm always there when they have practice. I'm I'm the I'm the team mom. He's the coach. I'm the team mom. So I, I was a part of the team. I felt like I was doing it too because he was on the court and he was at the practices and stuff. I almost felt like I was living through him vicariously because I was just like I was there all the time. He made this look so easy. Do you know I tried to coach Jalen's basketball team and after that I have never coached basketball (laughs) since those parents were crazy those kids were crazy and I was done I'm like you make this look so easy and that's oftentimes you know what we do it is a lot of work Tori it is it's definitely a lot of work with kids we have to we have to be intentional about spending time you know with our family yes. and, and it's a task in itself like yep. scheduling time mm-hmm. you think that is so easy but it's scheduling time with with every kid and oftentimes like it, it may be just like 10 minutes yep you know what i mean like you but, get you get 10 minutes you get 10 minutes you get 10 minutes with just intentional stuff because you know you're around the house all the time you're doing stuff all together so you know with having multiple kids it's like okay hey we're going to spend time all together. We're yep. going to sit down and we're going to do this devotion all together. Yep. We're going to cook all together. We're going to play a family game, yeah. watch a movie where everybody's, you know, spending time. But just being intentional because as our, our boys get older, it, it, it's easy for them to just be gone all the time or mm-hmm. just be busy all the time. That's why we have to be intentional about spending time with those guys because they're getting older and they have plans. So we have to say, hey. You know what? I'm glad you're spending time with your friends, hanging out with your friends. We want you to. However, <laughs> you can't do it on Sunday. You yep. can't do it on Thursday because boundaries. this is the time that we mm-hmm. are having family time. And they know that. Yep. They will tell their friends, hey, we got plans or I can't hang out this day. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that that I think sticks out to, in my mind is we. I, my mentor said it like this. We put too much emphasis on tomorrow and not enough on today. And so what you want to do is you want to realize that the little things, the little things, the, the 10 minutes that Sharita talked about, maybe the 15 minutes, 
the time that we take to play Uno together as a family, the time that we take to cut the grass together, the time that we take to wash the car, change a tire, um, you know, the time that we take to cook dinner together, um, maybe make a meal, um, the time that you take to involve the family, the time that you take to go out for lunch and just, you know, even if it's, you know, all the kids and you just go to lunch or go to the park. Those moments matter. You you create so much memories from those moments. You know, um, you know, I, I, I often see people try to give their children the things that they didn't have. And it and it's a trap. It's a trap. You don't have to try to give your kids what you didn't have. Look at how amazing you turned out. Let me say it again for the people in the back row, maybe the people that listen to the replay. You turned out amazing just the way that you are. So when you think back to things that you didn't have, be grateful for what you do have. Be grateful for what is right now. Gratitude is the best medicine. If you get up every day and you're grateful for the position and the things that you have right now, you will have a lack for nothing. You will have a need for nothing. And so, you know, we share that with you because having a affirming and a reassuring environment is, is important. When your children come to the come through the door, when your spouse comes through the door and they have a great environment, it's it's helpful because it's a sad world out there. It's a tough world out it's there. Tough. People will talk about you. They will, you know, do all these things. And the last thing you need is when you come home. To get the same thing. Absolutely. And that's exactly what, you know, I was going to say. You just kind of took the words out of my mouth. You know, your your kids, your your spouse may have a rough day. And the last thing they need is to come home and to have that same pressure, that same criticism that they did on the outside. Like, it's tough. Like, and I, we, we say that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, we don't know what our kids mm-hmm. have gone through at school or going through at school. You know, we try to know, but... You know what? They're not going to tell us everything. We're not going to know every single detail of their lives. So it's so important that, you know what? We have a reassuring and affirming type of environment. Oftentimes, like our kids so, so often like will tell us, oh, yeah, you you see, I I did this or I did that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like just reaffirming the things that they did. So whenever we tell them something, every time we every Mm -hmm. opportunity we get, hey, I don't care if it's vacuuming your floor, you know, you did a good job with vacuuming your floor. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We try to, we try not to make it so, mm-hmm. you know, minuscule, but yep. if it's, you know, if it's something that, you know what, I can give you, I can, I can give you kudos for, then I'm going to try to do it because you went out of your way and do, yep. oh, you did an extra good job um, mm-hmm. cutting the grass this week. I like how you clean the lawn more off and you put it off and you did this extra step. You organized the stuff that I had messed up in the garage mm-hmm. when you put the, when you put the um the lawnmower back, just little things like that to reassure and reaffirm, you yeah. know, your spouse, your family members, your kids, and all, and oftentimes yourself. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like if you, you know, are a single person, you know what I mean? Like you still have to have yep. a positive, you know, environment. Mm-hmm. You don't want to come home and feel like. Um, okay, negative when you come home or, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you're getting down on yourself. Oh, I didn't do the dishes or I didn't do this. So reaffirming, you know, yeah. and reassuring yourself because you don't need a significant other to be significant. And and I, I laugh because, you know, I remember at times like, you know, whenever I'm away on, on, on business trips, right? 
the, the first thing that I do when I get back to my room is I look in the mirror. I'm like, you did a great job today. And I'm like, you know, sitting here like laughing because like, you know, I do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know, I, I know I, and the thing is like, you may get it. You may get it from your spouse, but what happens that one day that they had a bad day, mm-hmm. right? If you are able to to come in and be like, good job today, buddy. You know, you did a good, yes. good job. Yes. And then, and then you see that your spouse may be having a rough day. You're able to turn around and pick them up. Right. So that's why having a reassuring and an affirming environment is important. Yeah. The next type of things that you want to you want to understand in a relationship is the compromise. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of people will say that you don't have to compromise. And there's there's, you know, differing thoughts on this. And and I'll tell you why it's important to to compromise and how to do it. Right. Compromise comes when when two individuals um, agree that for the better of the relationship, um, we're going to try something new, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be like, let's do what I'm doing today or let's do what you're doing today. It could be, let's try something new or what would you like to do? I, I think this is one of the things that Sharita doesn't like because oftentimes she would like for me to kind of like have a have a plan of, you know, the things and she'd be like, and she'll say, hey, what do you want to do? I don't, what do you want to do? She's like, seriously, that's why I asked you. What do you want to do? <laughs> and so, you know, you know, but... But understanding that that's important because if it's always what you want to do, then you're never going to know what your spouse really likes Mm -hmm. because you're always cutting them off, right? It's always what I need to do. Always what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so just making sure you understand that. Now, you know, go ahead. Were you going to move on to the next one? No, I was just going to say, you know, uh, and that leads to kind of like, you know, different things. Maybe going horseback riding, Mm -hmm. you know, um, in the Virgin Islands, you know, um, you know, I remember my my godfather, he would take us crabbing. Hey, Teresa. Um, my godfather would take us crabbing and that was pretty cool. So, you know, taking your wife crabbing, taking your wife, you know, skydiving. Well, she may not want to skydive, you know, doing jet skiing, you know, snorkeling. Man, funny story. So I took Sheree to snorkeling. Seriously? <laughs> I took Sheree to snorkeling in the Virgin Islands. And um, there's a fish um, that's native to the island. And it's, a, and it's called a barracuda. <laughs> and Sharita saw a barracuda. Now... She loved the snorkeling up until that point. Mm-hmm. I have never seen Sharita walk on water. <laughs> Jesus was calling. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was calling. Sometimes I mean, he calls us to walk on that, water. Like that him. barracuda was like, it was far away, but it had turned towards us. I looked back and I was like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, she was on the boat. And I'm like, what just happened? But she was willing to try something. She had a really good time. We loved it. I just don't think we'll ever do it again, right? And so, you know, doing that, doing that compromise, you know, doing different things to kind of like, you know, enjoy each other, create those memories and do different things because you'll learn, you know, so much more about each other that you didn't know before. Like, I didn't know I liked hockey. You know, we went to a hockey game. That was cool. You know, um, you know, going to the beach and, you know, doing... Tori. Have a good night. Um, yeah. So, you know, just little things like that. And then the last thing, you know, did you want to say something? Well, I did. I like when you talk about compromise, you know, it just reminded me because a few um, days ago we did a live about, um, being selfish or selfless, you Mm -hmm. know, in your relationship and that 
compromise kind of falls along mm-hmm. the lines of being, are you selfish or are you selfless in your relationship? Mm-hmm. So I like what you said in regards to not knowing if your spouse likes something, if you're always the one that's making the decision or some, you know, you're always the one that gets your way in a relationship mm-hmm. or we always go to your restaurant. We always do the things that you want to do. You know, you're never going to know what your spouse likes. You know, it's going to come a time when somebody's going to ask you, hey, what's your spouse's favorite movie or we don't know because we don't ever go see their movie mm-hmm. you all know that's just shark all movies we, <laughs> <laughs> all we watch is shark movies um yeah. you know we we always see what i want to see or we always see what you want to see so you'll never know like what their favorite dish is mm-hmm. what their favorite um activity is what they enjoy so that's why it's so important to have that compromise in a relationship because again you're not gonna find somebody that's exactly like you mm-hmm. like i don't want chris to be a clone you know what i mean of like me. a mint yeah. of me yeah. like i don't want to be married to myself as much as i love myself i don't want to be married to myself i want somebody that compliments me i want somebody that um you know adds value to me mm-hmm. and, and and leverages my strengths yep. and, and weaknesses so yeah. that we can be a good team together like yeah. we talked about it being you know a couple Two, two people, you know, a husband and a wife being like an omelet. You know what yep. I mean? Like you use two eggs. Hey, Austin. Like you got to have two good eggs. Otherwise, when you make an omelet, it's still going to be a bad omelet. It's going to be Even bad. Even if one egg is good and one egg Real bad. isn't good, <laughs> it's still going to be a bad omelet. So the last one was encouragement. Absolutely. Um, encouragement and teamwork. Encouragement and teamwork. And so, you know, when you, when you, when you encourage your spouse, right? It, there's nothing. So how do you know somebody needs encouragement? All right. So put in the comments, how do you know somebody needs needs encouragement? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and, you know, um, I heard a guy once say, you know, when you when you walk through the crowd, if you can acknowledge everybody, if you can, you know, um, you know, call them out by name, it's powerful. You know, a name is one of the most important things that you can remember for a person. Mm-hmm. But how do you know somebody needs encouragement? And the answer is easy. If they're breathing, they need encouragement, right? So, you know, just letting know, letting somebody know what you like. You know, um, I often, you know, um, will, will like walk around and just, you know, give Sharita a little like massage. And then she'll be like, can, can you keep doing that? And then, you know, I'll, you know, doing that. And then let, letting, I know she likes it, so I'll, I'll do it. And then she'll say, can you keep doing that? I really, you know, I really need that right now. Um, you know, sometimes she'll ask me to rub my feet. Just different things that you can do to encourage your spouse and let them know that you, you know, that you love them, that, that you value them, that you appreciate them. So encouraging the things that you like, encouraging the things that you, that you um, enjoy, you know, hey, I, I really enjoyed going to the fair with you today. You know, can we do that again sometime? Oh, I didn't know you liked that as much as I did. Or, you know, I really enjoy going to the mall with you today with just us. You know, little things like that. That way they know, okay, nugget, yes. let me keep that in in my head so that I know next time we can do that. Right. Because your spouse can't read your mind. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As much as we think that they can, you yeah. know, both ways, mm-hmm. whether, you know, husband or wife, you know. Male or female, like you, nobody's psychic. Like, so you have to let your spouse know what you like in order for them to keep doing that. Like, if you don't ever say, oh, I like that meal or I like Mm -hmm. it when you do X, Y, and Z, Mm -hmm. then they, they won't know. Like you, if you want it, you, you got to tell them like, I'm going to help you 
help yep. me. You yep. know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. That, that that's basically what it boils yeah. down to. You have to you have to help your spouse in order to Absolutely. help yourself. You and, know, you know, and that leads to teamwork. Like, hey, um, you know, one of the things that that I I have tried to get better at is instead of like you know, instead of thinking Sharita needs to tell me or or I need to be a psychic and identify certain things. I'll say, hey, sweetheart, what do you need help with? And then she'll say, let's do this together, right? Hey, let's clean the kitchen together. Hey, let's, you know, get the kids down so that we can have some quality time together. Like little things like that are important. That's called communication. C-O-M-M-U-N-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. Did you have to spell it? Yes, because a lot of people forget to communicate. You want me to spell communicate as well? Okay. All right. So... I've been working on my um, spelling. So if that was spelled wrong, don't worry about it. The the SP in the top right-hand corner over here with a little circle and the dash through <laughs> is off. So if I spell it wrong, it's okay. Yeah. Um, give as, me some encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Yeah. yeah. And and as they would say in Japan, daijubu. You know, that means yeah. it's all good. Right? So just like asking for help is one of the most most humble things that you can do mm-hmm. in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it all alone. We try to. We want to. We want to show our worth in a relationship, but you don't have to. You know, I value you, which is why I want to help you. Because what you don't want is your wife, your husband to be run down at night when it's time for quality time. Right? They can't be they can't be struggling because they've been doing everything by themselves. And now I'm speaking to to, to me, I'm speaking to the men, like you cannot let your spouse do everything and then you want her to come to bed at night and be excited about, you know, spending time with you. Mm-hmm. That body's tired. Mm-hmm. Them eyelids are going to be heavy and them shoulders mm-hmm. are going to be heavy. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have amazing relationship, you want to have excellent intimacy in your relationship, help be a team. Be a team. Yeah, and it's so collaborate. It's so important to just have that kind of mentality and mindset about absolutely everything mm-hmm. in your relationship. Just you know, a mindset of this being a team. Like we are trying to you know do a better job at mm-hmm. teaching our kids about this team thing. Like if <laughs> we are a team. Like. If we're successful, you're successful. If you're successful, I'm successful. Like, we're not going to move forward without each other. Like, everything that we do, we're going to do as a team. And it even goes to the the work that Christian does. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he has a different job than I have, Mm -hmm. you know. But at his job, if he has an event, that he has a project that he's working on, even though that's his job, I'm going to help him. I'm going to sit down and say, hey, Chris, how can I help you with this? If you got to do this big project at work, what can I do? Even if it's just me transcribing something, let me help you. Mm -hmm. If I have an event or something to do at work, Christian is there helping me. I tell my boys, hey, we're going to have an event to do this Friday. Y'all going to help me set Mm -hmm. up. We're going to help. We're going to do this together because guess what? When it all like goes back to what Christian said, when it all gets done, then we all got time to have family time. Mm -hmm. We all have time to sit down and and do stuff together because this one person isn't burnt out from their job or doing whatever it is that they need to do. So teamwork. I like that. Hashtag Mm -hmm. team. Yeah, We're better together. Like, you know, you got to understand that, you know, the you can go faster alone 
but you can go further with a team. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, you can go as fast as you want. Mm-hmm. And when you look back, you're going to have nobody around you. Yeah. But if you want to go further, you want to have more fulfillment. You want to have, you know, people around you when you get there, do it as a team. So today we talked about not only the vision that you need to have for your relationship. We talked about the environment, making sure that it's reassuring and affirming. Mm-hmm. Right. We talked about compromising your relationship, the, the right way to compromise. We also talked about encouragement and teamwork. Make sure that you apply these principles. Now, these are principles that you need to apply to your relationship to make sure that it's successful. Principles don't change, right? Mm-hmm. Principles don't change. They, don't. they apply to every relationship. They apply and everybody. to everybody. Good or bad. So just make sure that you understand it. So the question for you tonight is, what are you doing daily to improve your relationship? And remember, guys, to focus on the things that you want. You know, yes. we often focus on mm. what we don't want. And in turn, we kind of subconsciously Absolutely. are moving in that direction. So focus on the things that you do want yes. in your relationship. So where your focus goes, your, your energy, energy flows. flows. All right. So um, good night, guys. Yep. And um, as always, go, go out and, and dominate, dominate your space. space. Thank you for listening to Leadership Legacy Radio with your host, Chris Martinez. We appreciate you tuning into our show today and checking out our podcast. Make sure you subscribe. To find more information out about us, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook forward slash Leadership Legacy. You can also follow us on Instagram at Leadership Legacy. Also in the description of this podcast, we're putting a free gift for our listeners. You'll get our Never Give Up ebook. That's 70 tips to help you be persistent. Keep going. Never give up on your goals or on your dreams. Now remember, go out and dominate your space. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio.